2: Your morning starts now. It's the Q102 Jeff and Jen podcast. Brought to you by CBG
1: Airport. Start your trip at CBGAirport.com. All right.
3: 748 Jeff and Jen, Cincinnati's Q102. Nine News Consumer Reporter John Matarese, who joins us live in the studio every Monday morning so you don't waste your money or, in this case, maybe your phone's battery life.
4: That's right. Everybody's uh, dealing with battery life these days. But first... Did I win a Crock-Pot?
1: <laughs> <laughs> Did you like a crockpot? Like croc what we do you know about
4: safety? And loaded to the gills. I feel the so bots. bad for the Crock-Pot company over that because you know there, there are no reports of you know these things. There's millions of them out there and they're so right? safe. Right? And then you have one TV show that blames an old crockpot for a fire. And but it was and, an old used crockpot. Old used yeah. crockpot. Mm-hmm. And here you have people like Jeff and Jen giving out crockpots. Brand and, new crockpot. Well. Yeah, and and smoke detectors. Is that yeah? sealed in the box. Hysterical. That is that. That is great, uh, but the other thing people are having some electrical issues with is their phone battery. Mm. Because you know, I tell you, these days, even if you have a newer phone, and it doesn't matter whether it's an iPhone or an Android, I tell you, a lot of times, two, three in the afternoon, and that sucker Done. is that sucker is low battery. That's down to twenty percent, and it's mm-hmm. so frustrating. You know, it's like, and if you don't have a charger with you at that moment, yep. you know, you're walking around in the mall or something. It's like low battery life you know, is over oh at that my point. oh my goodness it's it's amazing so but it, it's because we're using so many apps and there's so many things going on and the main thing to check for really is location services because location services is constantly constantly pinging satellites to see where you are gps towers to see where you are and you know it's great for maps you need location services for maps but really you can turn it off for a lot of other things you go into location services and you find them like why does, you know, why does Facebook and Twitter and Instagram all need to know where I am at every moment? Right. right. You can turn off those location services. There are so many things you can, you can disable that, and that will really uh, speed up the phone, <laughs> slow down the battery drain. How about emails? If that email is coming in every, every 10 minutes and yes. Jen is getting a new, you know, shoes on sale. Oh, my God. Oh, my, an my alert, goodness. Alert, a Zappos alert. You know, mm-hmm. you, you, know some new, you can set emails so it only fetches once an hour. Oh, yeah. And and there's a big difference between where it goes looking for emails once an hour or once every. 30 seconds so that's one you can do the location services the fetching screen brightness so many people have their screen almost to 100 percent. that's true mm. that's yeah. my favorite i yeah.
1: gotta be able to see everything oh you only
4: need that if you're out in the sunshine okay mm. you're working out in the sun you know you're on the beach then you need the screen brightness at
3: 100 percent. otherwise that kills it the fastest though that, right yeah the, the brightness, brightness well, well the actually brightness. the screen brightness i would I'd say i would add the screen brightness and if you're rolling video Outside oh, yeah. with the with this screen really bright, yeah. forget about. It. Yeah. You can drain that battery Full in ten minutes. Screen brightness, looking at video, you know the and
1: Facebook live videos that we do. I feel like that drains your battery very quickly. Yes, as Yes, well. yes, it
4: does. And then finally, watch out for extreme heat and cold. Well, in the summer, that means leaving it in a hot car. Uh, in the or wor- at the
1: pool, yeah,
4: or or seeing at the pool there with it next to you. The extreme heat drains it, and this time you have the extreme cold, having it out in your you know
1: in your pocket and you're outside and it's ten degrees. And you know what? If you follow all of John's advice, you can continue to use your iPhone 3. (laughs) (laughs) Just like John. It's a (laughs) 5.
4: So, John, I got a question. A lot of my friends heard you talking about uh, the Apple iPhone replacement battery a couple weeks ago. Yeah. And uh, they wanted me to ask you, how long does that... Do we have a certain time frame to go in there and do it? It's actually this whole year. It's the this entire year. year. Awesome. Contact Apple or go to the Apple store, make an appointment. You can't just walk in, make an appointment at the Apple store. They say you can mail it in. I'm not mailing my phone in for yeah. a week. No. So what am I supposed to do without right. going on? Right. Gee, just, uh, that's cool. just. That's-
1: Pretty sure that's JLo And P.S., the person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends.
3: Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel.
4: Just insane. So check it out. You got all year to uh, get that new $29 replacement battery. If your iPhone 5 like mine is uh, going going dead soon later today on Nine not in your side you valet your car when you go to a club and what happens if they get a ticket parking ticket we're going to
3: check out a really Ooh. unique story later we're today can, so don't waste your money yeah would you even know necessarily <laughs> yeah that's the other point all right thank you john 752 with jeff and jen at cincinnati's q102 and there are going to be some road closures today that you need to know about Only problem is we just don't know exactly where. Based on President Trump's visit, he'll be visiting Cincinnati with the First Lady as they travel to the area. Air Force One is going to be landing at Lunkin Airport in the late morning or early afternoon. But the uh, president's travel plans are, are kept secret, obviously, for security reasons. All we know is that he is in town to promote his new tax law at Sheffer Corporation in Blue Ash. And so if you were to take the most direct route from Lunkin Airport to Blue Ash, you would take I-71, I-, I guess, you know, making the most likely to close. Wilmer Avenue, uh, Worcester Road, Red Bank Road onto the Red Bank Expressway are all your best bets that would be blocked off at some point Monday. I would think they would try to, you know, it'd be the shortest point between A and B to get him from to
1: do we know from what time where he needs
3: to go? This is happening. Is this, this gonna mess said,
1: up with me getting home today? Well,
3: we heard here's what we heard. We heard late morning, early afternoon, but then the first lady's visit at Cincinnati Children's Hospital is supposed to happen around two o'clock today, mm-hmm. right, Tim? Yep. An insider told me.
1: After One of lunch. My sources.
4: A source
3: says. Yeah. Around yeah. two. Yeah, okay. so then so you're gonna have, I suspect, yeah, you know, it's not the president, but still the first lady has a security detail of her own that may create some.
1: Road closures as well around MLK and Burnett. Yeah, and they're probably not getting in for an early lunch because, you know, going through the McDonald's drive-thru is pretty quick. Exactly right. So just
3: be aware of that as you're making your way around town today. It is 7.54 with Jeff and Jen at Cincinnati's Q102. Yeah, those are your headlines in less than 60 seconds. And now that you've heard most of the day's news headlines, it is time for some of the news that didn't necessarily make the news this morning. Should you be using emojis in work emails? Where can you get mozzarella stick-flavored chips and a new beer that is flavored with mace? Mace, lovely. It is Monday, the 5th of February, 2018, for Jeff and
1: Jen. 16? 6? Lost track. (laughs)
3: We're Jeff and Jen, here it is, your news that didn't make the news on Cincinnati's Q102. All right. I'm not sure if you should risk your career on the results of one study that, I don't know, seems really counterintuitive, but on the other hand, shrug emoji, why not? Why not? According to a new study out of Germany, using emojis in your work emails does not make you look immature. It actually makes you look more professional. How about that?
1: Exactly. Thank you very much mm-hmm. It's helping it it's helping distinguish tone right? Absolutely. Is that what they're saying?
3: Yes, tone when we're texting or using e- i mean how many times just you know when you've received a text from someone, maybe you misunderstand the tone or they misunderstand your tone. Uh, because they couldn't see your face or couldn't hear the inflection in your voice. Well, that's where emojis come in handy. They found that we've all gotten so used to emojis in helping us convey an emotion or a tone when we're texting that we wish we could see that in our work emails, too. So the usage of happy and ironic emojis significantly shapes the subtext of a message And senders can use them to soften their email messages.
2: I like this. What
3: is
1: an ironic emoji? What emoji indicates irony? Yeah, that's. I'm not even sure. Here's how you know: go like you're going to write something and type irony, and then yeah, and see what pops up. Oh, nothing. It didn't. (laughs) You did irony or ironic? But but sometimes
3: that can just be a wink, you know, that indicates sarcasm Or or something, right? Uh, And speaking of the English language, which is slowly reverting back to hieroglyphics, the Oxford English Dictionary was founded over 130 years ago. And now we've mangled the English language to the point where it's being forced to add stuff like this. The editors just announced a new batch of words they're adding to it this year. And some of the most notable ones, hangry. Yes, (laughs) Hangry. A state of anger caused by a lack of food is hangry.
1: I'm surprised I guess that's the not in there. Big time.
3: Mansplain. Oh. <laughs> mansplain. Explaining something something needlessly, overbearingly, or condescendingly, typically when addressing a woman in a manner thought to reveal a patronizing or chauvinistic attitude.
1: I just don't know anybody that ever does that. You're lucky.
3: Swag. <laughs> Bold, because you know women are capable of it too. Uh, swag. Bold. Self-assurance. A
1: mansplain for you. <laughs> Right there.
3: <laughs> Thanks for at least not being condescending about it. Bold self-assurance uh, in style or manner. An air of great self-confidence or superiority. That is swag. Me time. Time devoted uh, to doing what one wants, typically on one's own as opposed to working or doing things for others. Uh, snowflake. A person characterized as overly sensitive or easily offended or is feeling entitled to special treatment or consideration. And Aunt Flo, who doesn't love Aunt oh, Flo, God, Aunt Flo finally is made, I'm surprised it took this long, informal, used to refer to a woman's menstrual period.
1: Oh, yeah. It
3: finally got added to the Oxford English Dictionary after all these years. Also this morning, if you don't trust the weatherman, why do you keep watching the weatherman? According to a new survey, 41% of people say they regularly watch the weather forecast on the local news, but only 28% say they actually trust what's coming out of the meteorologist's mouth. So something would seem off, yes? Mm-hmm. They also found that about 20% of people think it would be cool to see a, to be a weather person, uh, but only 6% think it's actually a glamorous job. I'll tell you what, Like sometimes the weather guy is the most marketable, mm-hmm. sell- sellable part of a uh, newscast.
1: Sure. He is allowed to have a you know good amount of personality. And- good amount of personality. He's got to yeah. have
3: credibility. I don't know if you guys remember, like years and years and years ago, Pete Delkus on Channel 9, before he left, before Steve Raleigh came in, Pete Delkus was, I don't know, he felt like he had been here forever. Mm-hmm. Very popular here in this market. He got hired away at a big television station in Dallas, Texas, and I heard they signed him to a lifetime contract.
1: Oh wow that's
3: how that's how important weather is to some of these newscasts And when you look at the marketing for television stations today weather
1: weather weather weather
3: it's weather 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 and keeping you safe keeping you safe keeping you safe If you don't watch our television station, you're going to die. <laughs>
1: pretty much. By the way, today
4: is uh, National pretty Weather much. Person's Day.
1: Isn't that is it? Yeah, thats so happy so Weather nice. Person's Day to Frank and Randy and now, Brandon and You could be a weather person but not a meteorologist. That's correct? what I was going to ask. Al Roker. Yeah, he's not a meteorologist. He never. <laughs> no. I mean, how the hell did he land the Today show when he doesn't even have a degree? So back in the
3: day, they hired quote-unquote personalities, people who weren't necessarily meteorologists. They were just He's the weatherman, but they had a meteorologist on staff that would analyze all the data and Basically, it was someone behind the scenes. They would give the information to the weatherman, and he would present it on TV.
1: If you're the meteorologist, I mean, I would assume if you're going to be a meteorologist, don't you want to be a weather person? But no. You just get the print from the National Weather Service and just read it. You're (laughs) not good looking enough to get on TV. Al Roker is a hotter stud than you are. (laughs) He's so personable. Yeah,
3: and he's got a lot of personality, and that was a big part of it. But over the years, television stations increasingly wanted the so-called credibility mm-hmm. factor and so they
1: wasn't that sam guy that used to be on good morning america Sam he, champion he wasn't a meteorologist either was he or did he become one
3: you know i don't know the answer to I that thought he
1: was like just a personality and then he like became one
3: uh that's now a,
1: i think he works at the weather channel right or he
3: does i think he does work at the weather channel <laughs> So years ago, like before Sam Champion was on Good Morning America, before Sam Champion was Sam Champion, he was the local forecaster on Channel 7 in New York. And he was sort of the young, pretty boy yeah, in the market. Good he guy. still is. Really good-looking guy, right. But then, like, over at Channel 2, which was the CBS affiliate in New York, was this old dude named Frank Field. And Frank Field had the credibility. Like, he was the crusty uh, meteorologist. And when he retired, his son, Storm Field... Who I'm not even sure if that's his real name. Do you think that's his real name, oh, like really Frank Field sure. named Probably. his son Stormfield. Storm Field? <laughs> Probably. Anyway, took over in his shoes, and now he's the big. He's the big that's guy.
1: Awesome! What a great name for a weather person. Right? I
2: worked with a gale storm one time. Storm completely made up.
1: Yeah. <laughs>
2: Thanks for listening to the Q102 Jeff and Jen Morning Show podcast. Brought to you by CBG Airport. Start your trip at
1: cbgairport.com.